What's good? It's Ozman, the Wizard. And Naima. And this is Not, Not Another, Another Damn, Damn Podcast. Podcast. Presented by Damn, Damn Sales. Sales. Episode 137. Yep. Yeah, we getting there. We getting there. Got to shout out the lovely jazz creative, Jake Sculpt, which is the first fitness belt that covers your entire midsection, ladies, and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Yes. Hey. How, how many people already gave up on those resolutions? <laughs> I wish every day could be January 1st. It's like, because everybody's fired up. I'm yeah, go to new gym. life, new me. Uh, new like, diet. Now, we, what, a week and a half, almost two weeks in? January, almost halfway. People over. already slipping in. <laughs> <laughs> almost two weeks into the new year, and people already liked and fell off. I'm going to start my diet tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start my diet tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to start or, my diet since tomorrow. Since the new year's in the middle of the week, I wait till Monday. And then Monday is like, yeah, well, I push it back another week since yeah, hour since I'll be overslept today and like overslept. <laughs> it's <always some> <laughs> yeah. And then it's June when you still ain't started. Yet. It's, it's June. Yeah. It's twenty twenty. It's my year. It's like it's fucking June. When are you gonna get started? <laughs> Years half over, homie. <laughs> when are you gonna get started? <laughs> my advice, I just say, is just start small. Do small things, small attainable goals. Let's set goals and follow through. Yeah, like I said, attainable ones. Small ones. Like I put one of mine. I don't like being transparent. Mine is so I know we joke about it on this podcast all the time. It's um get these fucking radio stations launched for real, for real. Like my online OzRadio.net stations. Actually build them for real, for real. Right. That's a goal I have for 2020. Mm-hmm. To have them functioning online radio streams. Like, I really want that. Right now, they're up. Like, they're kind of autopilot right now. Like, right. they just, like, they off to their... I'm not really doing a lot with them. But right. my goal is to have them actually be functioning But your foundation is yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at least you have a foundation. Yeah, so I'm saying that's why it's an attainable goal. Because right. it's like, where to get from where I am to where I want to be. Just got to put in minimal effort, really. Right. <laughs> it's just me about putting the effort in. So, mm-hmm. that's like... Like I was actually, I've been listening to my streams the last couple of days, and it they sound damn good. Nice. I just got to put the work in. That's all. Yeah, and mine is I want to get more consistent with my blogging and my vlogging. Like another thing, I just have to put in the time yeah. for it. Another thing we joke about on this podcast. The t- yeah, so these are stuff, the stuff we already put out there before. So, so I've got to just find just, yeah. my time, my space, mm-hmm. just figure it out. You know, you you got you got just. Make the time for it. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the same 24 hours. Yep. So you just got to juggle Me, things around you, and make it happen. Beyonce, Jay-Z, right. Obama, we all got the same 24 hours. What's Oprah? the difference between them and me? Well, some bank accounts, some zeros in the bank account. <laughs> but none of them started there. The zeros? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And none of them started. Like I said, you look These at- These are all first generation millionaires. These aren't trust funds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you look at Oprah. <laughs> Oprah had very humble beginnings. Jay-Z had humble beginnings. Beyonce did grow up upper middle class, but I mean, but she probably didn't grow up any better than we did. But she's doing she way like, better yeah, than I said, us. But though. you know, what I mean? she grew <laughs> up like, like you know. Imagine we had a similar start to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, yeah, I, I'd imagine humble, so, yeah. the humble <laughs> beginnings of some of these people that mm-hmm. when you look at them and like they're like, yeah, yeah. Oprah came from nothing. Literally. Yeah, she was from dirt like, poor. Beyonce started about where we started, so she had that, but mm-hmm. she just took where she was and took it to the very next, mm-hmm. next level. Where And people saying that they were homeless, like you hear those stories. Tyler Perry, shout yeah. out. Steve oh. Harvey, shout out. Tyler Perry, we could go ahead and oh, yeah. start with Mr. 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 Perry. He says you open up that door. <laughs> Let's go there with Tyler Perry. 
So I have no writer's room. Shout out to the homie. Two words. I'll say work ethic. Two yes, words. Work ethic. Work ethic. Matter of fact, that's the name of the podcast. Work ethic. We're going to put in some work. We're going to work. Yes, sir. So work ethic. I'll is work. A, yeah. work, I'll work. Work, 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 work. There's all kinds of songs about work. <laughs> I've been working this grave shift and I ain't, I ain't made, made shit. That's my story of my life. I worked the grave shift and I ain't made shit. <laughs> so that's why that song hits me hard. Like matter of fact, for like years, that was the theme I used for third shift check-in. Yeah. That was the instrument I played in the background for years. Like I yeah. kind of retired it occasionally. I break it back out though. Right. The song is very old, so I decided to update the beat. Yeah. Yeah. So that song is like 15 years old. This song's like yeah, I got like to gotta update the beat. College rapper was yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. four. Yeah. So right. Like 15 going on 16 years ago when that album dropped. But it's yeah. um for years like because I was like that song hit me like yeah I, I'm working this grave shifting. I'm, I'm Bacon County where I wanted to be. Right. So like, shout out Kanye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> Yeah. Another cat that came from nothing, yeah. Yeah, seventy really. ninth and South Shore Drive. Drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Mr. Perry, like I said, for you guys who know his story, he talks about his humble beginnings, where he was homeless at one mm-hmm. point, and just him trying to hustle to get his plays seen, just trying mm-hmm. to just push. You know, I got these plays. I write these plays. I write these plays. Like mom. Has been going. She's been she's a Tyler been Perry OG, supporter for twenty years. Yeah, OG uh, mm-hmm. Tyler Perry supporter. She went to the original shows at the Regal. She was going back because she the had Regal the program. Was a thing. I think Diary of a Mad Black Woman. She saw that at the Regal. Yeah. back in like ninety eight or something like um, that. Yeah. What's the um, meet the Brown? She might have seen that. What's the um? I know we saw uh, why I get married. Yeah, when he, Kelly Kelly Price. With, yeah. What's the one Kelly Price? Why, why I get I married when he proposed? I was yeah. trying to think like what was the one that Kelly Price was saying? I know mom was like, I yeah. think I got her tickets. You got her tickets. I went with her. Yeah, because I was, I was the like, area crown. Yeah, Kelly we went Price. to that one. Me and I get mom. Married? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, so Tyler posted this video and it went viral, of course, because he's Tyler Perry. He's the fucking of man. course. So he posted this video and he just had like these big scripts on a desk and he was just showing like. The video was entitled Work Ethic, and he mm-hmm. was showing that... That's the name of this podcast. Gonna, this podcast. We're going to backtrack off the top. We're going to get some... Because we're going to put that in the, the hashtags. So anybody that clicks on Work Ethic and looking up Tyler Perry, is going. we're going to be in that feed. So yes. That's why I'm using the tag. <laughs> trying to piggyback off of some of Tyler Perry. <laughs> get some of those. Well, yeah, so Points in the head. Yeah. Use that hashtag, because like, people clicking on to see what Tyler Perry is talking about. Hey, what's this podcast what's this? right here? So there you go. What are these assholes? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, we using fucking Tyler Perry's momentum to fuel this fucking podcast. No I admit it, my, and, no I, and I'm not ashamed game. either. Right? <laughs> you gotta get in where you fit in. Uh-huh. But anyways, Mr. Perry showed all these scripts from all his shows. You know, he has a thousand shows. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, House of Pain. Um, uh, the Having the Have Not, our mom's favorite show of all time. Baby. What's that one? <laughs> Is it Winging a Prayer or something? Um, I think. Well, no, the one mom loves the having the have nots. Yeah, she loves the having the have nots. The having the have nots is there. Yeah, they premiered premiere tonight. Yeah, you know, I know, I'll be watching the this. Season. I guess it was yes. like a hiatus, and she's like, "Ooh, they're back." Her show, and I was like, "Okay, mama." You know, me personally, I haven't seen an episode, but I know mom loves that. I know show. the guy from the Dukes of Hazard. I know Bo Duke yeah. is on the show. That's all. Yes, John Schneider, shout out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he played Bo on the Dukes oh, of Hazard, the blonde <laughs> Duke. Yeah, <laughs> Bo and Luke. It was a dark haired one and a blonde one. He's He's just older now. Yeah, because the Duke's actually was like 40 years right. ago. <laughs> Literally. 
Because debuted in 79. Damn. So it was like, yeah, 41 years ago. When that show debuted. Damn. I think it ran to like about 85. So it was canceled like like 35 years ago. So, so there you go. <laughs> That's how old Dukes of Hazard was. <laughs> but uh, he posted the script showing that I have no writer. He said, you, you know how most writers room have like 10 to 12 writers? And he was like, I, I wrote all this room. shit on my own. So basically. all me, it came from this brain, basically. And he was just basically showing, like, you know, this is a strong work yeah. ethic. And just like, we have our work ethic. We're going to get our Tyler Perry on. We don't have a fucking production team. <laughs> Everything you hear is comes from me and her. Yeah, we don't have we don't a team. Have a, we don't have a team of writers We don't have out. a team yet. Only because we're poor. <laughs> you know? we do everything, only yeah. because we're poor. And that's what... Um, that's what the whole thing came about. That's why we say presented by our damn selves. Damn selves. It's not a joke. It actually is presented by our damn selves. <laughs> We're the team. <laughs> this is the support team, me and her. That's it. One and two. Our damn selves. That's why we say it. <laughs> but um, Tyler got mixed reviews because some people was like, yeah, that's what's up. But then he got a lot of negativity. There's a lot of hate because they say you can be providing them. There's a lot of black writers out there that need work. Yeah, people say it's a lot. But look at all the look at the like I said the you said the fifty shows he got on the air like yeah he got he's like providing a all these actors work mm-hmm. dumbass why y'all there hating shit <laughs> <laughs> what about all those jobs but my thing is uh, the only thing that like I say and if I would offer like this is like just a constructive criticism for me is that when you have multiple writers you guys can pull from different ideas different flavors and that's just my that's thing. the criticism some people say about Tyler Perry it all gets this stuff one is dimensional the same because yeah. it's all his yeah. right because you don't have nobody like if i'm like yeah this this rocks and i'm going to put this joke out and then it just it's not a good joke mm-hmm. but i don't have nobody telling me like hey that shit sucks or not even that you like know, even you if you don't want to like say that. well well how about trying it this way like even just that like yeah, a different like fresh look at fresh eyes on it yeah right. it's mm-hmm. like yeah that's fine but what if we did this instead with that character mm-hmm. ah i didn't even think of that see that's how you get like character development mm-hmm. like that and especially with comedies because comedies is all about timing mm-hmm. because like and with marcus telling me like marcus being a film uh you know, doing uh, being a film producer, he's told me that several times that like it's all about the timing because he's like, you want your joke to if this is the joke, this is the punchline, it has to go boom and hit on it. But like if you don't hit it at the right point and then it goes over and then goes back and then it's just like you just totally miss the whole. Punch it's like I'm um, a good um, funny part in Juice is just all body language. Like one of my favorite movies, Juice is um when he's in the record store. Looking at the girl, she turns around with the jacked up teeth and all of that. And then his smile just and fades. just like, and it's just enough pause where it's not awkward, but it's just enough to get like the oh, this chuckle. Is, oh, this is where we're supposed to laugh. The audience gets it. It's like like the timing was perfect. Just like he really do anything. He just looked like yeah. Like Omar Epps had didn't say a word. <laughs> it was just but hilarious. You, get, you knew exactly what was in his head. Oh, shit, it's that like, was what his face. <laughs> because from the back, oh, honey looked good. From the back, you know, like, he's like, okay. okay. Which is what the audience was with him. is like, okay, not bad. That's what, as guys, that's what we were thinking in the audience. Now she's asking, now we're like, ah. And then her forehead was yeah. huge. She had butt, butt gold teeth, and it was. Yeah. But I'm going to tell, tell another <laughs> little story about a movie I was in, which you know which one I'm talking about. I don't want to out these because um, they're good people and um, mm-hmm. I appreciate it for putting me in a movie. Originally, Marcus was part of the, um, the film crew on this movie. Correct. You know exactly what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. about yeah. And um, way one of the scenes, the scene I was in was edited, should have been the funniest scene in the whole movie. But Marcus was pointing out the way it was edited, it took away from some of the humor. Right. Because I delivered my part. I'm not bragging, but I, <laughs> I delivered. 
but it was edited in a way that it could have been much funnier. Yeah, because when we saw it, Marcus was like, they missed my editing right there. Because Marcus was like, I would have chopped it up different and I would have, you know... Because it's about timing. Like, comedy is hard to write. People think that comedy is so easy. Comedy mm-hmm. is about timing. Yep. And the hardest part it's of comedy hard. is stand-up. Right. I have to always give credit to those people. Which we have a lot of stand-up yeah. friends who are doing excellent big Shout things. Shout out Murph. Mm-hmm. Shout out Wildcat. Wildcat. Shout out the young homie Chad Roby, who we had on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, he's an up-and-coming Chicago comic. Yeah, he's very funny. Shout out <laughs> my homie Leon Rogers. Yeah, like, Leon. big things on Tishnator with Leon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great show, which I try to watch, but yeah. I mean, like I'm, I'm just old, so I might right. be asleep. <laughs> but when I am up, I do watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do watch, and he's uh, good on it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, with um, stand up, I'm just going. Yeah, this is our podcast. We can go whatever direction we want <laughs> with this. Is um, which is why um, like the big time comics, like your Chappelle's or your Kevin Hart's, like or probably Eddie now is um, mm-hmm. when they know that they're about to have a special coming out, they got to ban all the electronic devices. Comedy is the one art form that you need an audience to know if it works. Or not. Right. Me and you could have a joke in our head, write it out, we laughing our ass off. We deliver that in front of an audience. Silence. Cricket, like, cricket. Okay. Cricket, cricket. You got to go back and tweak this joke. So that's how they figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like they deliver them jokes in front of the audience. It's like, okay. And you get like a half a laugh. Okay. It's kind of there, but it's not quite there. So let me work this joke out a little bit more and then mm-hmm. just keep delivering it until it's right. Right. Like you have to do that. So that's why you got to ban um, them devices because, like, devices. you don't want the material out there. Because right. now, like, no, nobody's going to laugh if everybody heard the joke by now. So, right. so that's why, yeah. Uh, I know um, Chappelle does that when he hits the road. And I think Kevin Hart did it too. Like, because, like, you got to, man. Right. <laughs> you got to ban those devices because, like, especially for those smaller shows because, like, they trying to. They work. They they work and out. We know that we're in That's the social like media the world because everybody be like with their yeah. phones and filming and. So I all think that um, I think Chappelle actually collected phones all at the door for his like the for the last special he did, which is why we didn't know hear of any of those jokes. Right. Because like he said, when you walking in, they took your device. <laughs> mm-hmm. He like locked them up. Like yeah, you get at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's your ticket, your claim ticket, like how you do when you uh valet your car. Here's your claim ticket. Yeah, the little bag, you put it in, right. lock it up, and then mm-hmm. yeah, get it back. Yeah. They took our devices when we went to uh, the taping of the game show. We went to uh, let's make a deal. They mm-hmm. took our stuff. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about Wayne Brady. Yeah, yeah, because like you think about it, like you can't bring that in because then like you'll be t- you'll be like, posted and then mm-hmm. the show's like uh, show like way like months later because they told us I think that show show what like two and a half months yeah. after we taped it or something. This stuff is t- almost everything you see with the exception of um like live sports and like a few other like everything is like is very old. <laughs> right. The stuff we see is probably a couple months old. Mm-hmm. Like I've, all the, the shows I did um at Center Space, like I said Chicago PD. Empire, okay. Fire, all of those shows mm-hmm. is um they didn't ban the devices, but they did um they had the, um basically a confidentiality agreement for all of the background players to sign. It's like you mm-hmm. don't talk about none of this shit, and you definitely don't post it on social media. Of course, mm-hmm. the idiots don't don't abide by that. Everybody gotta be thirsty and like post the shit online. Mm-hmm. That's why the um told the season that with Empire well, we way off topic now, but <laughs> with, with Lucius and shit like the free Lucius, remember he got locked up all yeah. the episode when um he actually got out of court. Right. It was like free Lucius that actually was trending online because like idiots on the set were posting about free Lucius and, like and he hadn't even been announced that he was locked up yet really, <laughs> and like the producers of course were pissed off. But right. They told us it's like it's, why why is this shit trending? Like y'all motherfuckers got to shut up with it, right? <laughs> You can't do that. You gotta just 
Stop being thirsty about right. yeah. <laughs> like it's okay to like post and be like like if you're excited if you're doing, on the set yeah if you're oh, doing yeah. background just, working or just just post gen- generic generic stuff, stuff on the set of Empire just met Taraji great person like don't post right. spoilers and shit right that's the thing <laughs> mm-hmm. don't post free Lucius and shit just when post, the like, hasn't you know, <laughs> check me on the cafeteria like you know mm-hmm. something generic you know because mm-hmm. a cafeteria is a that's not a spoiler mm-hmm. a cafeteria is a cafeteria exactly. especially for a show that's not going to even air for like a month and a half right. and you already told half the storyline because the scene. <laughs> Your... Free Lucius. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You somebody said, yeah. Damn, why they shoot ghosts? <laughs> and they said this like in October yeah. or some shit like why that. Yeah. Like, like basically, what? yeah. You were in October, shot ghosts. It's like, ghost? like October if it's that was coming up <laughs> in your timeline. Because whoever was in that scene. You're like, huh? <laughs> shot ghosts. <laughs> but getting back to Tyler Perry, it yeah. was a lot of hate because, well, not a lot of hate, but it's I saw just, And that's hate. just my criticism is that I say, um, is that. You know, you want to have that balance because you can get to be a little one-dimensional. Because, like, me, that's what I would say about him. Sometimes his stuff can just only hit on one note. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, I, I respect everything he does as a, you know. Especially that Tyler Perry like studio. To the studio I respect that wholeheartedly. And I watched the um tour. He gave the tour on. He has a YouTube video of him. Like, the studio was like, what he got is so he got so much land. Yeah, he was like he in, was the in the golf cart yeah, showing you everything. Yeah, okay, this is that. This is that. He, had, he had to drive around in the golf court to get, get it all, golf cart to get it all <laughs> to in. To get it all in. Yeah. Because he had an actual replica of the White House, like that, to scale. He said this is the only full scale size right. replica of the White House. So it's like a lot of any a lot of White House scenes are shot right here for like these Crazy. shows and movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the only one that's to scale. It's been other White House scenes, but like nothing has been like like this though. Mm-hmm. But I would just say that, and then oh, and then going back, like somebody released an article showing from like two thousand eight where they were saying that he did fire four riots from the House of Pain, and they were trying to sue or something. Mm-hmm. And this is like from 2008. And that kind of left me a little bit like, uh, because the whole reason why they were let go, according to the riots, is because they were trying to unionize, because they mm-hmm. were trying to get, like, the contract. And we all know, like, as like, I'm a union worker. As a union worker... Aren't writers already in the Writers Guild? I thought they were already union. I don't know, but they were saying something about like a contract, or and they was, were trying to get... was Tyler Perry shows? Maybe they weren't union shows at the they time. They weren't union at the time, maybe, because this was 2008, so, yeah, so this was some years back. I, was like, I know they got the Screen Writers Guild. Mm-hmm. And they were that, trying to get... Yeah, that exists. Right, they were trying to get The writers in. have gone on strike many times, yeah. the Writers Guild. Like, yeah. I could think of at least two times off the top of my head in my lifetime. Because they said they would try to get like the benefits and stuff. And then they said that they were let go for that. And they were outside picketing, outside and everything. So that kind of left me a little bit like, mm, a little bit. But, I mean, to me, I would say if you do have the resources where you can have somebody, you know, to kind of help you with things. Because, I mean, it's one thing like being like, if you have to do everything by yourself. And you have to do it because you just have no other option. But sometimes if you just be like, no, I'm going to do everything. And then it's like, that's how you can make yourself like just overworked, over burn out your mental problem. I have, I try to do everything. Yeah. But it stunted my growth. I believe. Yeah. yeah. I got to start trusting people more. Jack of all (laughs) trades. Right, exactly. Yeah. So if you just try, but I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna produce, edit, direct, uh, mm-hmm. just write, do everything. It's like okay, but you burn the candle, not even at both ends. Like you don't even have like the candle is just burned all over. It's well, just like, said a lot of the greats <laughs> have made it by, like that. Like Prince, yeah. he did everything. 
Yeah, really Spike Lee, range, everything. Yeah. It's like so certain greats, like they, they, that's how they, they did that. It worked. It got me here, so I'm gonna keep doing. Like mm-hmm. Tyler Perry is probably one of those. Mm-hmm. And what I've been doing so far got me here, so why should I change it? That's mm-hmm. probably his mindset. So that's just what I would just say. But <laughs> my thing is just having different eyes. That's what. Just yeah. like, yeah. Well, well, how about this? It's cool to have that. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't use the idea, it's good to just know, like, have somebody else like suggestions. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Well, what if we add this instead of that? It's like, okay, and then it could make it even better what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's just what I would say about him. But yeah. mix mix reviews online of what mm-hmm. he got. <laughs> Where we going next? Clown show or more? There's a couple of clown shows. We, <laughs> we can talk about some foolishness. What you got for your foolishness? I want to talk about Asriel and um, <laughs> Joyceman. <laughs> R. Kelly's live-in girlfriends. Yeah. I did a little cat fight on Instagram live. On his birthday, no less. On his birthday. <laughs> it was Rob's 53rd, right? I don't remember. Yeah. 53rd birthday, right, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, he was born 67, sounds 53rd, right, yeah. yeah. So, these young ladies, uh, Miss Azriel posted a live video. And, of course, when you post a live video, it gets out quick. So, yeah. TMZ had it and everybody's shade everybody room. Everybody now, was yeah. all on it. And she posted saying that Joycelyn attacked her because mm-hmm. they were moving out of Trump Tower. And she said Joycelyn Probably was, getting evicted because they weren't paying the bills. But. Yeah. Because they were supposed to be out on the first. Cause I, I think thought the, by the end of the year. I thought the rent yeah. was paid up until the first. And mm-hmm. now it's like you're past that um, mm-hmm. that seven days now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, okay. They want, we want our money. Yeah. yeah. They, put, they stuck that, that notice, that five-day notice. On the, <laughs> Buddy, you're imagine out. in the Trump Tower, a five-day notice on, yeah. the, on one of those doors. It got to be the most embarrassing thing. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the other tenants, all their monocles fell out there. <laughs> <laughs> I must not be so horrified. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but uh, pretty sure that our our Kelly crib is is probably the only non monocle crib. And if you get what I'm getting, at, you know what I'm implying, pretty much. It's a Most lot of the clientele there. It's a lot of generational wealth in there, mm-hmm. and, and we'll just say it like that in a mm-hmm. in a PC way. We'll say it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of generational wealth. I'm sure that lives mm-hmm. in there. But um, yeah, so very stuffy and very Caucasian, pretentious, all that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, like him. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, though. So she, um, so when she posted the video, she was like, "Yeah, I was." He was like, "Joycelyn, Joycelyn, that's her name." She was like, "Joycelyn was just coming to get some Grammys, and then she attacked me, and she hit me with her cell phone, and this and that, and then Asriel started spilling tea." So she said that you're going to jail too, Joycelyn, not even for assault. Because the whole underage she, thing. Because you assaulted me by hitting me with your cell phone. But she was like, you had sex with a minor and the minor was me. Joycelyn did get arrested, just for the record. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I'm not sure if Azriel did. I know Joycelyn did get arrested. I'm, I'm, she, she might be bailed out. I don't know if she's bailed out yet. Yeah. I know I did see if she got arrested. Yeah, I saw she got that. arrested. Yeah, I'm not sure if she's still in jail. But she was like, you're going to go to jail because you had sex with a minor. And then she just was spilling everything. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh. Like, so my thing is, where was all, what happened to all the love? Like, because they were. Remember, they went on with Gail and shit. They went on with Gail. Yeah, and... He's a saint. This is a great And you guys right are here. going against him. And Adrienne was so emotional. And it just, just she was just this really emotional. Man. And this and that. And 
moment. Then she was like, you know, like they told me to lie and this and that. And, you know, she like was basically was recanting all of her stuff that she if said, she said on, on Gail. Gail she was recanting it. And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. But the story now is that Asriel, is she back with her parents, I think? Or she's headed she back not? to her parents? I know she's back in contact with her parents. Mm-hmm. I know that because her mom said that they've been talking now. She's back in contact with her parents. And... It's just a sinking ship. Everybody's abandoning ship, right? Because it's like it's, first that clown invented last year to do it on a goof ass like the one that was in the back. <laughs> he he abandoned it a minute ago. That dude, because <laughs> he got a daughter. He's like, no, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> like, I can't think of the guy's name or his image consulting wherever that his spokesman, whatever That's that his guy. Name, yeah. Goofy ass. He was. A, he's a goofy ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, they all abandoned the ship. Everyone. <laughs> no, but my thing is, we, you see when money starts to run out. Absolutely. As soon as they had to leave that Trump Tower, it's like, it Asriel's real. like, hey, it became Kelly's real. full of shit. Yeah. Hey, every one of them, they abandoned it. It became now. real because now it's like, you think about it. She's been with R. Kelly since she was 17. Because like when she moved in with him, she was 17. She's 22 now. That's five whole years that she's been living just as a kept woman. Mm-hmm. She was very much like he really had that control with the having her be a kept woman. So in that bubble, let's call it. In that, that bubble, Kelly yeah. Bubble. So, like, like, um, like I said, true. Um, I believe that they were telling the truth, but they said they could come and go as they wanted to. But you're living in that bubble, right? It's just like we live on our our social media bubbles. We can come and go as we please, but we a lot of people have beliefs because of what you uh because <laughs> of your circle you have and exactly. Shit, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so they were living in that R. Kelly bubble. That's what right. it was. So like they, if you're in that for five years. Right. And now you go to the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to, mm-hmm. uh, you got to go back in. Like, uh, like when people come back, I'm not saying it's the same thing, but people come back from like war, but you know, it's like you have to yeah. get yourself back. Right. Because mm-hmm. being in a war zone, being Absolutely. anywhere, isolate. You got to get your mind right. Even like if you come back from prison, like you mm-hmm. come back from prison and you go back to war is especially a good one because like war prison. You're on the battlefield. Right. It's like kill or be killed. Like right. shout out all um, trading places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then when you come back to the real world, somebody cuts you off in traffic. Mm-hmm. You can't pull out a gun and shoot them. Like, somebody, but that's like the mindset you're in. Somebody like, bumps yeah. into you at the, uh, exactly, at the, sh- yeah. the uh, grocery yeah. store with mm-hmm. a shopping cart. Yeah. Like step on your jays, like yeah, right, you like, can't. But you still in that on that battlefield mindset, it's right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so when you're used to having, you know, your sentence around you be restrictive, mm-hmm. then trying to reintroduce yourself back to general population and to mm-hmm. the real world, it can be kind of like mm. uh, it's a it's an adjustment. It yeah. is so. I mean, these young ladies, I mean, they're very young. They're only like, she's 22. Jocelyn is what, 24, I think? That sounds right. I think, yeah, I think Jocelyn's 24. They're very young. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, and they've been living in these bubbles for five, seven, eight, however many years they've been living. In that R. Kelly bubble for at least five years. Right. So that's, Mm -hmm. it's a lot. So, I mean, I'm hoping that it's not just, you know, like people that are laughing, they get. But I think that the girls, like I think that they both should seek out therapy, seek out counseling, seek out stuff like that. And all serious. This is definitely a clown show. I've been saying that. I for think that they should now. seek it out. I've been saying that for a year now. Whenever the first surviving, yeah, that, uh, yeah, last show. January. It's a clown show. 
Yeah. And this just keeps thing. getting more and more ridiculous. Yeah. And clearly he's not going anywhere. He's locked mm-hmm. up and he's going to be locked up until his trial. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and R. Probably Kelly after fans. the I trial because sorry, R. Kelly fans. Not sorry, but he's probably <laughs> he's going to get convicted. Yeah. <laughs> they're pulling out all the stops. Yeah. They pulled out the Leah card saying that, yeah, you know, you bribe somebody to fake an ID for a 15 year old. And this was 25 years ago when that happened. Yeah, they pulling all kinds of... They, Put, they're dropping all kinds of gems now. Yeah, because I'm like, I didn't know if it was a statute of limitation on that, but apparently it's not a statute of limitation on lying well, about. Well, it shouldn't be for having right. sex with underage on girls. It shouldn't be in a, a statute for that. This is true. <laughs> on lying about trying to get a fake ID, so. Mm-hmm. But we'll follow this story and see what's going to happen with Mr. We ain't got no choice. But Robert Sylvester <laughs> Kelly. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Want to stay on relationship clown shows? Sure. You want to talk about Lonnie Love? Yeah, yeah. we could talk about her. <laughs> you want to set it up? Well, um, what happened? What's the the real? That's the show, or I don't. Yeah, the real. The real. There's like so many. Of those so shows, the real. So. And shout out to Amanda Seal. She is now the fifth. The fifth, fifth. She co-host. replaced eventually. Replaced eventually filled Tamar's Tamar spot. Who left like two, three years ago? Because they had her come in and out. Like you know, she guest spied several times. She was kind of part of it, but not really. And Witch McCall was good on it too, because she guest spied. Tisha Campbell was on it too, getting guest spied. She was Amanda good too. Amanda Seals was like uh, his Seinfeld, and she was Newman basically. <laughs> or like Newman wasn't really part of the core, but he was there. He was. <laughs> you had Jerry, Elaine, George, and Kramer, and then Newman was like that fifth. <laughs> One, but not really though. He was there, Newman. but not really. So now you really part of the cast. Yeah. <laughs> it's so like if they had added Newman to the opening credits on Seinfeld, bum, like that. Call my Seinfeld fans. Wayne Knight, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Lonnie Love, basically, and here's a backstory about Lonnie Love. Let's, let's, let's set up how we got here with Lonnie. Okay, Love. so if you guys don't know, she's a comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been in several things. Y'all know her, the big black girl woman. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know who yeah. she, y'all know what she looks like. Yeah. If you, if you don't know her name, it's like, yeah, I, I recognize mm-hmm. her. You've seen her face. And she's been open about, you know, relationships before on The Real, like on earlier seasons about like just dating and yeah. struggles with dating yeah, and stuff. Kind of transparent with like her Like trying to history. find... Like I always say, like if you find somebody that you actually like that you want to be with, that's a hard thing to here's find. The, here's the <laughs> that's thing: that's a hard thing to find. find somebody you actually like. You want to be around when they're they're being an asshole. Thank we all, you. We all want to be there when, during a good when time. You're perfect, yeah. yeah. But if like somebody's an asshole, you're not ready to leave. Then you got something. It's like right. Okay, yeah. Uh, like you're trying to. Okay, how can I get them to not be an asshole? You're trying to figure that out. So that means you want to be there. Like, right. So that means you got something. If you want to be around them when they're an asshole, exactly. You find that you got something real. <laughs> it's the real. The real. Yeah. <laughs> and Lonnie Love was an asshole on there. So there it is. So perfect setup. So Lonnie, she has, is an asshole. But go Lonnie has been in a relationship now with her boyfriend. I forget his name, but she's been with her boyfriend for maybe about a year. I want to say or something like that. What, and what does his boyfriend look like? And this is her first time. Her boyfriend is white. Mm, interesting. And she was saying that you know, like you know, she's been open about like as a black woman, sometimes like we limit ourselves, and I can. Uh, kind of agree with a little bit of that because I follow several posts. Like I'm in the natural hair group on Facebook. I'm like in several groups that are black mm-hmm. women, you know, deep for a, four B, four C I'm in that natural hair group, mm-hmm. but it's like, women will say that 
I'm just not going to do, I'm just not down with the swirl air quote. They'd be like, I'm just not going to do it because I like black men. I'm not going to step outside. That's the thing. Black women are less likely to step outside than black men. And I do agree with that. A lot of black women will say, I'd rather just be single than go outside. And I agree with that. But my thing is, I always say, if you can find, like you said, if you can find somebody you actually vibe with, you want to be with, who likes you when when you're at your worst, when you're an asshole, when they're an asshole, Mm -hmm. and you guys are trying to make it work. Then you got something. It doesn't matter what they look like. Like I said, like if you find somebody, like I said, like my preference, obviously, black men, my preference, here's why I married a black mm-hmm. man, my preference, but you know, I don't knock anybody if you go and outside. I don't knock anybody. I don't. And I've been transparent. I, I don't knock you. Almost married outside of my race. Right. That's why mm-hmm. I shout out Jeezy and Jenny May. That was almost <laughs> me and shit. Yeah. Like my ex was very Asian. <laughs> But she was like Jeannie Mai, yeah, because she yeah. was like, yeah, you know, she was cool. She was like Jeannie yeah. Mai a little yeah. bit. Yeah. She was. I could see that. But, um, you know, it's like, I'm not knocking that, but the issue comes in when you start being like, and this is why I, when you start making those generalizations and then that's when you get the face palm. Like, yeah, because black women don't do this or black men don't. And when you start going down that path, then I stop listening to you. <laughs> if you just be like, yeah, this is who I happen to fall in love with. We both, we both are into, um. Dressing up, doing cosplay, and mm-hmm. doing uh, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You found somebody that Just you like. like. I said, my okay. ex, like, <laughs> we were together, what, five, six years? Like, it was a minute we were together, and mm-hmm. um, our relationship wasn't about race. Like, right. We never talked about, like, as far as, like, yeah, like, when we were on you, did we talk about, yeah, well, no. <laughs> in my Asian culture, she wasn't saying that. No, she it wasn't, like, it wasn't like about, that. we had common interests. That's what the relationship yeah. was about. Because she liked the bulls, she liked the bears. And a lot of a musical interests. Like yeah, because that was a big there. thing with you. Sports mm-hmm. is a big thing. Well, it was mm-hmm. a big, at that time, it was a big thing with you. Mm-hmm. Sports is a big thing with me and Marcus. That's what we bond over, mm-hmm. sports. And other things like dumb movies to laugh at, like Absolutely you know, random stupid, like stupid movies, random movies that no one remembers from the eighties that like you remember, <laughs> like me and Marcus laughing shit like that. Toughest man in the world, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Big shots. <laughs> Vice versa. Let's go, man. All these are classics too. Hit. We all were every, in. One of, <laughs> every one of those. <laughs> Look them up. You'll see either me or Naima in one young of those young guys or Naima. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but getting back, Miss Lonnie Love stated that um, on a recent show on the Real, she basically was saying that um, black she How many people are gonna look up she, those movies. Go ahead, thought about that. People are gonna Google gonna get, everyone. Gonna gonna them, I think some of them might be on like Amazon Prime, baby. No toughest man was. I don't know if it still is. <laughs> um, note to self: When I get off this podcast, uh, check Amazon see if Prime. It's still there. Probably took it down. <laughs> Let's say, because that'd be the most views that they got. We So, run us our coins. Okay, back to the topic. So, Miss Lonnie Love, um, she stated she went against the whole, um, what's his name, Lil Duval and Charlemagne saying that uh, black hey, men. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to do it right. We got to do it right. Black don't <laughs> Hey, you got to do it right. Shout out to Charlemagne, man. That's the anthem right there. <laughs> I've been living that life for years. Like I'm about that life. <laughs> I was black men don't cheat before oh it was a song. God. I can die. It was a way of life for me, not a song. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> but no, though, she basically said that black men, like cheating is specifically 
a difficult thing within black men. Should black men have a hard time. Have a higher pants. yeah, have a higher percentage of cheating, and Especially the reason the why more successful than um button. I think jumped into he says some. I think Joe Button says the something the, yeah. And the, then she was like, the a, higher up you, the the more successful, then the more likely it's like yeah. yeah. But, that's probably just a man thing. That's not right. a black man thing. And then she was saying that black men, because she said that because of slavery, this is why black she men. She put it cheat. on that because every because every that, problem that black people have ever had in history is because of slavery. Because she said that uh, because of slavery, because black men are more likely to cheat because of slavery. Fuck out of here. Because she ahead. said that because no, fired up, the families were broken up and that which the families were broken up in slavery. We know that, but it's like. I like the fact that Adrian, Adrian Baylon Houghton, she came in and she countered and she was like, But you well, didn't mention the fact that during slavery, these white masters would cheat on their wives with the slaves. Which is why we look the way we do. Shout out Grandma America. Yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. why we look the way we do. So, <laughs> which yeah. is why we look our way. If black men are cheaters and saw white men, they were cheating on their wives during slavery times too. Yes. Lonnie Love. Hence the light skin slave. Hence the house Negro and the field Negro. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Adrian Hoden pointed out because she was like, um, like, she was like, I think that it's just a man thing because she was like the thing about the machismo because she was like, you know, they want to have this machismo attitude and this and that. You know, she was trying to spin it to make it a generalization because she tried to take it and turn it and try to. And this dumb the reasons why we cheat, like most they saying, um, black men cheat for ego. I mean, not black men. Yeah, you got me fucked up. He <laughs> say men cheat for ego, women cheat for emo because like yeah. they're emotional. Emotional, cheating. yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> And then she was just saying that no, and then like uh, then she doubled down saying like no, it's because of this. This is why they cheat. And I'm like. My That's thing she is, was, she's getting that white dick. And my she don't thing know how to act now. That's all. Shout out Gary Owen, <laughs> the <Yeah>. dick. <laughs> no, but it's like if you're, and my problem is, is that when many people who first get into an interracial relationship, uh, we're gonna talk about whether, one of the most famous interracial couples in the world right now. After this, yes, Go yes. We, whether it be, whether it be. A black kind of interracial, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Whether gotta put that asterisk on that shit. You talk about race mixing, master, and all of that. Whether (laughs) whether it be you stupid. One of the slaves that escaped to Canada, but go ahead. (laughs) Whether it be so. I'm getting way ahead of myself. Whether it be a black man and a different race woman, or a black woman and a different race man. The thing that I just dislike when I see, when I do see interracial couples like this is, I call this the honeymoon phase. Everybody that you're dating in the first year is great. Mm-hmm. Everybody, unless like What's you know. Say? You, mean, you mean they're representative. Unless, you're, unless you know they're a Tyler Perry movie and then it's like they like are, I'm going to beat you up. You know, unless it's like over the top cartoony handlebar mustache evil and they show themselves Shout evil. Steve Harris. Yeah, or um, Richard T. Jones, <laughs> Blair Underwood. <Yeah. laughs> you know, unless you look like, unless you're like that before your first year is up. But most people, because like you're meeting your representative, because you know you always put your best foot for it. When you first get a job, you don't come in 15 minutes late every day. Mm-hmm. You don't eat your food at your desk, have a whole spread on your desk, eating your whole breakfast, and you already are late for work. You don't do that. You don't spend like when you half first come the job. Yeah, on your phone. On your like, phone. Yeah, on the. The shade room or Facebook. On the gram, you know, yeah. posting. You don't do that in your first week. 
unless you're a real asshole. But <laughs> probably you don't get fired. Right. But like shout out to the guy that stole a donut at your fired. Yeah. He should have waited. If he had stole a donut later, he probably would have got away with it. We can't just start out stealing donuts. I'm sure a lot of people stole donuts that have been there for years, but when you're there for a while, you can get more likely to get away with it. You just start. You can't steal oh fucking donuts. I forgot about that. Almost. But um, it's, it's funny because he got fired for not the, he stole the first, a donut. Before he even clocked People in. do that all the time. People steal the, shit all the time. Before he even clocked but in on his The fact first that day. he got fired for stealing, that's Crazy. the funny part. <laughs> but... um. So that's my problem is that, like, within your first year, like, you're a new couple. You're, everything is great, so you're honeymoon. So, of course, on the service, you're like, wow, why did I start dating white men sooner? This white man is great. I should have just never wasted my time with these Negroes. And that's how I come up. I should have never wasted my time with these black bitches. That's how it comes um, off, you know? I compare it to, like, the um, Sharif character from Minister Society. Right. In fact, he discovered the nation of Islam. Now he's trying to put that on everybody. But you discover every organization got is got their own flaws and right. shit. But he was just like it's like that Kane said he's so happy to be learning something that he's trying to like put it on all of us. You think like Allah's gonna save black people? Right. What a joke! It's like no Kane said. <laughs> like, oh, y'all wasn't trying to hear that shit. Yeah. Oh, y'all like get the fuck out of my face. Oh, like, like that. But he has discovered something new. But then you realize uh, the nation ain't perfect either. Right. Like, which I discovered eventually. Everything. <laughs> Everybody has, has flaws. their flaws. It's like, Everything has <laughs> flaws. And like I said, going back to Tyler Perry, I said, see, we work at with Tyler Perry. You got eighty twenty. You don't. You only going to get eighty percent, and like the, mm-hmm. I do agree with that part of the movie. You are only going to get at most eighty percent out of what you want in someone. Yeah, you're not going to get a hundred percent. Yeah, you're going to get so eighty. If you get that eighty, like consider yourself blessed. Right. Like that's like probably the high end of what you're getting because some people are going to get much less. So if you like, got somebody I, you with and you got eighty, be like, thank God. Like I got eighty. I'm not going to look for a twenty, and I got an eighty. I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not blessed. doing it. Yeah, I'm good. You don't think that you can get 85 because that's not going to happen. Hell no, it's not going like, to happen. Yeah, just, I got 80. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, those are people I said, well you, well, you have to just keep in mind that social media shows you the side of. Uh, only shows you. Highlight reel. Only shows you the, highlight the part reel. what you want to see. Well, everybody so. looks great in their highlight reels. Like, you mm-hmm. can probably put together a highlight reel of this Bulls team and make them look cool. <laughs> hey, look at Zach, man. Dunking from the free throw line, but this team is trash and shit. But, Show Kobe, Kobe White, look at him. Show Kobe White showing what was at 10 threes yeah. he's showing in the game. Dude, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Show that. Look at Laurie Markin is stretching the floor. Charming <laughs> <Just> ass. <laughs> I do like the new kid, the one that's starting, um, the center right now, because Wendell is out. Yeah, um, Gafford. Um, um, yeah Daniel Gafford. Yeah. I like him. He's a sleeper. He gives the tough, like, I know we're going off topic, but he gives the toughness that the Bulls need because the Bulls are soft as hell a lot of things. Especially and he, go- and he goes out and he gives them 50-50 balls. He blocks shots. Mm-hmm. He gives them hustle plays and stuff that doesn't show up in the stat sheet he gives. Okay, but back to the whole thing about, yeah. yeah outside of the names we just mentioned, <laughs> the team's trash. It is. Way. Chris Dunn's decent, but the rest yeah. of his team's trash. trash. Shout out Archie. 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 Sato, come on. Shaq. Sato's okay. Sato's okay. He's okay. He's not better than Dunn. Okay. That's why I said he's, that's he's, sign he's okay. He's going to replacement, sign somebody better. That's why I said they, he's okay. Dunn is okay. They're both okay. The rest that's of the team point. is trash. You want to get another point guard. Don't get one that's the same as the one you already got. That's yeah, the, don't. And you just drafted a point. It's like guard packs got to go with every ridiculous. <laughs> You say, okay, we have this point guard we're building up. We draft a point guard. 
We sign another one, and we bring Archie back for some reason. Like, they suck, man. That's obsessed with point guards and shit. <laughs> and you still don't have the AF3 position is still trash, but you got like a million point guards. The fuck out of here. But go ahead. Now I'm fired up. I'm cracking up over here. <laughs> so then... Uh... Could've signed, so, you could have signed a stretch. You could have signed a 3 and D instead of Sato is what I'm, the point I'm making. So then... Big Dunn, Archie, and oh Kobe would have been enough at point. You didn't need Sato, but go ahead. So then, like, that's my up. thing is, yeah, <laughs> that's my thing is when people, like, are in their uh, honeymoon phase and then they're just like, oh, this is the greatest thing and I should have just left black men or left black women a long time ago. But then after your honeymoon phase wears off and you realize that the person is just another person. It's like Eddie Murphy said, <laughs> it's like, the best. It's like, yeah. like we talk about, yeah, like the girl made you wait for like a year. So you hit it. It's like, it's the best you didn't ever had. Wow. Right. It's like, like Sparks shout out her asshole. It's like the best you didn't yeah. ever had. It's like, yeah. And then like after a while, it's like, you've been hitting it every day. It's like, wait. It's the same. Uh, he says, it's like you throw somebody hungry a cracker. Like, God damn. It's, it's the, the best, best crack, crack ever. ever. But then she just rolled over and hey, I just got some regular old crackers. It's crackers. Which is like, ironic. Which was my love is going to wake up. So I just got a regular old cracker. She's going to wake up and say that one of these days. And that's my thing. When you hype up After stuff, all it is, I guarantee you will see an episode of The Real where she said, I just had a regular old cracker. It's coming. It's like, Guaranteed. It's going to happen. Yeah. You, it's new. It's exciting because it's new. When you hype up that and then heaven forbid, like if you guys break up or have mm-hmm. like a bad breakup, then it's And like, then the next guy is a black man. Then right. you got to backtrack everything you that said. You, said. <laughs> you got to try to be like, well, that's why it's like, if you do day outside and just talk about the good that you found in this person, don't put down your race to try to elevate the other person. Because and here's the thing. Do other never, races do that? I'm about to say, you, that about to say you never see that. You never see that. Like, you you will never see... I never heard Jenny Maya tear down an Asian man. Right. You'll never oh, see that. Never once heard... <laughs> and both of her uh, people that she... Like, her, her ex-husband was white. And never then heard down Asian man. black. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like... But she didn't say I only I don't date uh, Asian men because they're whack. You never, yeah, I never once heard. I've never heard her say that Mm -hmm. to the best of my knowledge. I've been heard her say it. Like I I haven't heard it, but you see other us as black people, we tend to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but other people like Gary Owen. Uh, exclusively dates black women. Like he's married to black white women. women. Never once heard. Of no, he never said white women aren't. And he even talked that. about that. People like said one of the complaints people have about his act is he's always talking about my black wife. He's like, no, I don't. I just tell jokes about my family. Y'all just know my wife is black, right? So I just tell jokes. Like, of course, you're gonna tell jokes what you know. So I tell jokes about what goes on in my family about my wife. And y'all just assume like, oh, look at him talking about his black wife again. Like, mm-hmm. I said, think, think most of the jokes is like, I'm making a wife jokes about my wife and shit. Yeah. Right. Y'all just take it like that. I'm always like, yeah, yeah, I have a black wife, you know. Like, no, I don't do that shit. <laughs> he, he has done that, but it's not every joke. It's not right. about that. But, but a lot of people think that's one of the complaints people have that. That's all he talked about. Yes, and my black wife did this. Was he probably really just said my wife? My did wife. This. But you heard it is here. Guess what my black wife? Guess what did my black wife did? It's like. Because like, I would have a problem with that. Like I said, like if I was in an interracial marriage and then if my husband just kept on talking about, yeah, my black wife, I'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> I am a proud black woman, but you don't have to like. You sound ridiculous. You sound ridiculous. Exactly. But one person who did stand by his black wife, Mr. Harry, stood yeah. by his black wife. That's what I was talking about once. <laughs> with said, the asterisk the, the he that, said. This asterisk who escaped to Canada. Escaped from the plantation. The you know, slaves had to go to, after they um passed the law where they said that, um. Oh the northern states, oh, if a, even escape slaves, you have to return them to their master. 
Like, so then, like, the others say, okay, we're just going to go to Canada. Canada. I'm sure Meghan Markle's ancestors are, like, some of those that went to to Canada. (laughs) I'm sure that's what happened. (laughs) I made that up, but, like, I'm running with it. (laughs) Why why tell the truth and the lies more entertaining? Thank you. Meghan Markle's ancestors. Like, Michael Jordan owns prisons. Yeah. Bill Cosby's trying to buy CBS. No, Bill Cosby's trying to buy CBS. Yes, the latest I heard. Bill Cosby's trying to buy CBS, apparently. That's why he's in jail. You can't even get the network correct. But, okay. So, Meghan Markle and Harry, as you guys know, uh, they're the Dutch and Duchess of Sussex, right? Yeah. And basically, ever since Meghan has... Has joined the royal family, it's been hell on the, even tour, when it's, on the tour. Even when they just got the inkling that she was dating this guy. Mm-hmm. Before she even like accepted a proposal, before she got married, before she had a really, baby. It really went into overdrive. It really went into overdrive, but when she first was starting Like dating, I said, people think our paparazzi is bad. They ain't got shit. Like, that's where paparazzi was invented because of the over royal, there. The yeah, royal family. The royal family. family. It's like, you think um, about royalty. Like, you think, um, yeah, like... Our president and like the, uh, they follow that. that that ain't shit Beyonce, to like Jay-Z. or like our celebrities and yeah. shit. It ain't shit compared to what they go through. Mm-hmm. That royal family people are obsessed with that family. Mm-hmm. Like, like about, we, I don't give a fuck about like it. I yeah, step outside and get my newspaper with, yeah. with my bonnet on my head, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. Me personally, zero fucks given about the royal family, but over mm-hmm. there. They're obsessed with that family, though. Yeah. So the second that she became, and then like you said, especially once she accepted the proposal, because then when they when it became a reality that this black woman, and like you said, like you know, I know you like to put the asterisk up, but like we always it's talk funny, about, but it's I just know funny, I'm but just saying, because I didn't know get, she was black until like until the media you, made it. Until a you thing. made a thing, right? Known who Megan Markle was, I didn't know her name, but I knew her face just like because she's an actress. She was on Suits, yeah. So I'd seen mm-hmm. like the USA show, and I watched the USA like shout out Monday Night Raw is on USA. So I see the Suits comrade right? Sharif was on Suits, yeah. So yeah, my homie. Yep. So um, I knew who Megan Markle was before all of this. Like I just knew her face. Mm-hmm. It was like that's the girl from Suits so there. Yeah. Just knew, yeah. I didn't know she was black until this bullshit. Yeah, and then you was like, she, and then you square, you was like, okay, you was like, I, I can kind of see a little bit. And why, why wasn't Sharif at the royal wedding? I'm thinking of. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Sharif should have been there because she did have her suits cast me. So I don't remember Sharif being there. If he was there, I don't remember. He was, right. he was real low key if he was there. He could I didn't see him post that. Maybe he just didn't post him. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so. Um, once she joined the family, like once once it became a reality that she was going to join the family, you started seeing all type of racial undertones about talking about this and that. About you could see it all became these, a thing. All these off cuff racist remarks, you could see them coming out. It's like how Trump supporters talk over here, basically. Yeah, and you could like see that. that you could see that coming out. And then once they got married, mm-hmm. then it was like, oh. then as soon as they got married, like it's. Their child Archie was a honeymoon baby, like because immediately she was pregnant right after they got married, which happens sometimes. Which happens that happens with um with um William and um Kate. Kate, yeah, they mm-hmm. had a baby very early too, right. so that happens, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So ladies, just plan around your cycle. Don't get pregnant on your honeymoon if you want to have a little time with your husband. Don't get pregnant on your honeymoon. But um, she got pregnant and then she had her baby and then like a lot of women, like I said, I've been through pregnancies twice. Well. Full term pregnancies twice, so she had her baby, and then she was expressing that she was feeling some anxiety, some depression, which happens because postpartum depression is so real, and people don't take it serious. They don't. And when she was just expressing on a TV show about 
just like the struggles of being a new mom and trying to find that balance. Mm -hmm. And that's across the board. It doesn't matter. She's the Duchess of Sussex, and she even feels like it's hard to balance being a mother. It's and you hard. know all my you royalty, you got servants you waiting have servants. on you hand and foot. So even it's still um so an adjustment. It's an adjustment as a new mom. Mm-hmm. Any like that's across the board. It doesn't matter how much money you have, how little money you have, but people just automatically think, Oh, you got money. Uh, you got you ain't got servants. nothing to worry yeah, about. Yeah, that's all poor people think. You have nothing to worry about. You don't know and my put that, struggle. Put that asterisk on there. Poor yeah. people. You don't think have that, no, yeah. you don't know my struggle because I work mm-hmm. two jobs and then I still have to come home and then I still gotta do and then people just project all their stuff onto you. And it's like I'm talking about my struggles that I'm having. I'm not throwing a diss at you like yeah i'm not saying that my struggle is greater than your struggle i'm just saying that i'm having a struggle too and then they just went and they just flamed her for her saying that she was having her you know her adjustment being a new mom and just things like that and i didn't like the way they attacked her because as a new mom you're vulnerable mm-hmm. and then like oh and then another thing about her too that they like, turn try to turn their nose up about because She's a little bit older than Harry. I think she's what, like three, three or four years older than him. She's a few years I don't older know, than him. But I, I go with it. Yeah, she's like my like age. That. She's the same age as me, and he's like thirty. He he's or, like thirty-four. Or, or, yeah, so, yeah. she's my age. I like think, I said, I don't, like that family. I don't give a shit about the I don't yeah. know how old any Prince William. Or I think Harry, she's I like three or four years older. So yeah, she has so, a couple years on him, yeah. and she was married before, and she's been married and divorced. So she was a divorcee. She was a little bit older than him, and divorcee. And some of that other stuff is probably just as big a problem as like like as we as black people we automatically our default is the race which is a problem but mm-hmm. some of that divorce they probably probably just as big as a problem oh she's damaged goods like right. how you gonna bring that it. into the royal family right. a lot of them probably look at that just as a bigger problem as her being like her being non white <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure that's probably just as big a problem my shout out to Megan like, that she uh, did that was badass to me. Uh, when she stepped out and took her pictures with the baby right after she gave birth, and she had an all white dress, <laughs> I, I, I applaud her for that because as a lady, yeah, I was like wearing all white after you give birth. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't advise regular people don't do that because yeah, like I said, it doesn't got, work out. It doesn't work out the same like said, for us. <laughs> you do that shit. Good luck. <laughs> Let's just say I had on my gowns, but <laughs> good luck. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, uh. Harry and them announced that he's stepping down. He's like, I'm I'm relieving myself from my royal duties. Mm-hmm. I'm stepping down. He, I came that I renounce my throne. <laughs> Here's he the difference. It's like some a lot of people are joking about bit, yeah. Akeem and um Lisa and all of that, but it's a lot of a lot of differences. It is. Yeah. Here's the thing, like um Harry is uh, is probably never gonna become king. No, he's like he's so far down in the succession. Right. Like, it is a royal succession for people it that is. don't know. Like, the queen right now is on top. She's, like, 90, but, like, she just won't die. And, like, yeah. Because <laughs> Charles, like, her son, really, which is um Harry and um William's father. Right. He really should be king now, but the queen just won't die. Right. Like, he's pre- still a Prince Charles, like, all this time. And right. dude is, like, 70. Like, right. he's getting up there himself. It's like, right. He's, he's not he's, he's not going to get to be king that long because right. he's getting up there in age mm-hmm. himself. So, like, he's, like, for, first in line. And then the next in line would be his brother, William. William. And then um, William got three kids. So, like, yeah, three, four, and five of them. Then right. is Harry. So, like, um, all the, like, like I said, you see, you see the problem now. Yeah. All these people that are way younger than Harry, all of William's kids would have to either die or renounce the throne for, like, um, for Harry to become to king. To become it, right. So, like, he's not giving up as much as I can. He's Akeem. not, yeah. He's, like, 
He's so never going to be king. That, yeah. Like, yeah, he's not. Like, he's, a lot would have to happen for him to be king. First, the queen got to die. She, she might be a robot. I don't know if the queen is ever going to. She might outlive all of us. She's like, <laughs> she's been the queen like all of, all of our mom's all, life. All of our life. Which, yeah. I think it was the 1940s when right. she became queen. Like, she's been like queen. Our whole, like, like, all I'll ever know is queen. queen. The queen. Is the all, queen. That's all I've ever known. And she always looked the same to me. Yeah, she looked old even then. She's like, waving. She always just she looked, looked 90 even back then. She always looked regal, elegant. She looked 90 40 years ago. That's Yes. I'm <laughs> and she's always been the queen. So I, I, I don't know. Said, and Charles is getting up there in age, so yeah, he's, he's like probably 70. waiting. Okay, you gonna die, mom? I don't want you to die. But I'm ready to be king. You gonna die, mom? <laughs> and she's not gonna walk away because she could probably walk away, but she's not. No, she's not. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. not. But um, but Harry also another thing is is that Harry's always been. The wild card. Yeah, he's always he's, he's the always one that was the gone Vegas against, and all of that. He's shit, always yeah. gone against he's the grain. Been a wild child. Like, like William was more like I go by the rule. Yeah, but Harry was like I'm gonna do me, which is why Harry ended with a black woman. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Harry always did him. He mm. didn't care. But then an interesting thing that I saw, kind of, kind of <laughs> an interesting thing that I saw <laughs> that Harry had, Harry, um, and I saw a little bit of the article. He basically said, "I'm walking away from this stuff because." This what is, happened to his mom? This is the paparazzi. This is the, uh, the, the media that killed my mom. Yeah, and I'm not going to let this happen to yeah, my family. That's why Diane left the royal family because she was a regular chick. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Much like Megan. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was just, and she's like, I can't do this shit. She, she, she ended up leaving the royal family. And then, um, not even a year later, she had an accident and died. Like, yeah. like and that's why they had to change those rules much. like yeah, the paparazzi like, this, stuff. This shit is whack. I can't do it. It was just it, too yeah. much. Like the way they followed her and mm-hmm. just, that was just really. Really, just really mm-hmm. too much because that accident really should never have happened mm-hmm. when she died in that accident. That should have never happened. Because, like, they're being nosy, trying to say, who's the new guy? Who's she had a guy? new boyfriend. Yeah, and then they were trying, who's who is this guy? guy? Who's, who's the, the guy? guy? Who's the guy? And trying Diana, to... who's the new guy she's with? And then they were trying to, like, oh, get the first. Yeah, try to avoid her. Yeah. Like, so I want to get the I first crashed, shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mind your damn business. Leave mm-hmm. me alone. Because remember, she was with her guy. That they both died, mm-hmm. and actually, people forget about. She was with a guy when she died. Yeah. And they were trying to avoid. It's like, yeah, like right. who's the guy? Yeah, like being nosy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. Harry said that this is what killed my mom, and I'm not putting my family through this. So I'm gonna make this. We're gonna make this executive decision. And a lot of people and say that um, they're. They put, I saw the memes coming to America with Harry's face, but no, they go coming to Canada. It's coming to Canada, yeah. <laughs> Which is why I made the jokes about Canada. And then they had the uh, the uh, meme, the get out meme, and they had Harry on there. They showed him he got out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the internet stays undefeated, so it made me laugh. Like the coming oh, to America funny, yeah. made me laugh. But here's my thing too: is like, um, if you're gonna really like make this an Akeem thing, like go all the way with it and shit. Leave that, leave that royal money behind. I don't know if um Harry and Mark Megan are ready to do that. Akeem was really to like really to throw it all away. He was gonna live in a studio apartment yeah. with his boy in Queens. Like I want to see them do that shit. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and work at a rapid ass food. Is Harry willing to do that shit? They're like Harry has a net worth of like sixty million himself, and Megan has a net worth of like five million or something like that. That's we what go with net- her as well. I wonder how much of Harry's is royal money. Like, like, yeah. They both. That's what they both of their net worths are, or something like that. So. A lot of his sixty probably is royal money. Mm-hmm. My, most of that is probably <laughs> we go with her five. Like that's probably more likely to go with. <laughs> so, but I mean, I wish them luck and everything. Yeah. 
you I know, want to see him. Like I said, that's what I want to see a reality show. I want to see Harry and Megan live in a studio. I think she inked. Queen, the, I think they're starting to ink deals now. So mm-hmm. I mean, I I like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watch. I tune in to watch uh, Megan and Harry. I they live in, in that studio apartment in Queens. No, that'd they, be they amazing. Ain't living, <laughs> they ain't living in no studio. <laughs> and give up, <laughs> and give all your pocket money away to bums on the street. That's what I want to see Harry <laughs> do. Like, yeah. <laughs> And take and Megan's purse, empty it, and just hand the money over to two homeless guys. <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> like now, you really Akeem. <laughs> That's what. I, hey, hey, give me that. Hey, don't man. do Megan and Harry. Don't do what Oz says. Don't don't listen Akeem, to Oz. Yeah. Don't listen to him. But I give mean, armor, the armor, the diamond and ruby earrings to an old lady on the subway. That's <laughs> I want to see Harry do that shit. I was just watching Cover to America yes. last night. I was actually on TV last night. She was watching If you it, really yeah. want to renounce the throne, <laughs> let's go all the way with that shit. <laughs> let's come into America that shit for real. <laughs> but I do wish them luck and everything. I'm talking shit. But I know. When I was thinking, like, I was like, it wouldn't be fun if he really did all that shit. Yeah. Go Give the money away to homeless people. Go on the raise street. your son, Archie. And <laughs> if you guys want to expand on your family, expand on your family and just, just live your best life. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you guys be healthy, happy, loving, do all that. Wish them the best of luck. Yep. Enjoy that studio in Queens, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for a little NBA talk? Let's do a little sure. bit. Sure. First of all, I got to shout out the legend, Vince Carter. Made history. Only player in NBA history to play in four different decades. Yay! 90s, 2000s, 20-teens, and now 2020. Yeah. He made his debut finally. That Atlanta Hawks played him. He didn't get much playing time for obvious reasons. Dude was like my age and shit. <laughs> but um, I think, he, I think he played maybe like like less than 10 minutes. So single digits of mm-hmm. playing time he got. And I don't think he scored. But still, he still, played in an NBA game in 2020. In 2020, four decades. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Only player ever to do that, to play in four That's different decades. Up. So I was like, shout out to the homie Vince Carter. So now LeBron's looking like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> LeBron, I don't think LeBron is going to make it because he started in 03, yeah. LeBron, LeBron could do three days. LeBron is a machine. LeBron goes. LeBron, LeBron here for records. LeBron would have to play to another ten years to get there. Could he? Could he do it? Maybe. I'm not. LeBron gonna be with could that. He? LeBron still gonna be with that headband yeah. way back here. He gonna be like, I got this record to beat. Mm. <laughs> LeBron would have to play another ten years. Like, is it doable? Maybe. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. I'm just talking shit. But you know, LeBron is a record. Mm-hmm. He's a record breaker. So. But I was happy when I saw I saw a good yeah. Vince play. Because I was pulling for that. I said, um, if I was coaching and last I would have benched Vince Carter the whole season. I don't want to risk him getting hurt. Because, <laughs> like, I want that record to be broken. Because, like, what if he got hurt, like, December 26th, one of my favorites. <laughs> and then, like, ah, and then he's out for the season. It's like, now you got to wait. And, like, when you get that old, like, any injury could be a career ending. One is like, like Shaq when he uh, tore yes. his quad or something, right? The court well, or whatever. With Carl Malone when he got hurt with the um, 04 Lakers, like, during that time. Mm-hmm. Is like, because that was supposed to be his year, and then they said, "Oh, well, you're out for the rest of the season." He's like, "Okay, I'm just gonna retire. Vince, I'm not doing this shit over again." Then Steve Nash trip over luggage, I think. Probably, yeah. He tripped over his luggage. I know Malone when they told him he was out for the season. So like, you can come back next season and try again and win a championship. Malone was like, "I'm done. Nope. I'm, not do- I'm not doing this shit." How about to come that How close that? to play How on a team that you made it to the finals that close, and then you get hurt like before, like before the during the playoffs before the finals even start. And then you get eliminated, and Malone is like, this is not meant for me to win a championship. I'm right. not doing I'm out. Like, I'm not doing this <laughs> shit again. Another 82 games? <laughs> Hell 
ninja is you crazy? Yeah. Like, like, I'm like 46 like, years old. Yeah. And I'm, My mom was, was like, point. fuck that. Was I'm, not playing it. I'm not doing this shit again. They tried. The Lakers wanted him to come back for another season. Malone's like, I'm not doing this yeah, shit nope. again. I'm out. Nope. Then they just blew the whole thing up. They traded Shaq. Like, yeah. they all, Kobe almost left, but then he ended up staying. Yeah. They like blew the whole thing up after that. <laughs> but Malone said, fuck that. That's what's <laughs> well, up, Shout though. out Vince. So he did get um, to play four different decades. Mm-hmm. And um, you heard about um, the whole Russell Westbrook controversy. What? It's like it's a Twitter war right now. It has nothing to do with Westbrook between oh, uh, two two other former Thunder players like um, Kevin Durant and Kendrick Perkins. They've been pe- because um, why is Kendrick Perkins he- okay? Never uh, mind. We're gonna talk. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> talk about what happened. Is um, Russell Westbrook played the Rockets had their first game in OKC this year. Okay, and, you know it was like yeah, I was watching. Yeah. yeah, I watched it. I watched them, and they it, did yeah. a nice tribute, which was dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Kendrick Perkins basically, I think he sent out a tweet saying that um. Yeah, Westbrook is um Mr. Thunder, basically. So um that's a good debate. Like who's the greatest Thunder player of all time? And he's like, you look at it like Westbrook has the record for like most points, most this, most Kevin that, and shit. Yeah, yeah. He did all of that. But um it's Kevin Durant. That team that went to the finals, like it was clearly Kevin Durant was the star of that right. team, that twenty twelve team that went to the finals. I think it's no that wrong answer. person was played a starting center on, by the way. <laughs> I think it's no wrong answer. If you want to say Kevin Durant, you can say Kevin Durant. If you want to say Westbrook, I don't think it's the wrong answer. I think um I think personally I, Westbrook to me. I would say because he's he stayed because because of the whole because Durant joining a seventy three win team right. kind of um voided not voided but you know what I'm saying it it put us an asterisk an asterisk kind of took yeah. away a little bit it's like if um if Jordan had left and joined like some to back like after the join the bad the Pistons like that yeah. after they kept getting beat by them like. We would call Pippen the greatest bull of all time. Yeah. <laughs> we would say, like, fuck Jordan. Like, you, like you can't Pistons, start yeah. on, like, third and when you get home, like, I'm home. Mm-hmm. It's like you start on third base, though. Yeah. You- like, all of it. Even <laughs> though you, like, you know you had Jordan for, like, from 84 to, like, 1990, we was like, Pippen's the greatest bull. Like, nah. we were looking at it like that. <laughs> if that had happened, like, um, right. hypothetically, if Jordan had joined the Pistons in 91 instead of um staying in Chicago and ended up sweeping the Pistons. Had he joined them that year? In the Austin world, that happened. Thank you, man. Exactly. Uh, we wouldn't. We wouldn't fuck with Jordan either. We'd be like Pippen's the greatest bull no. of all time, even though Jordan is completely. We wear much Pippen's, better. not Jordan's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we wear Jays if that happens. <laughs> we wear. Everybody in Detroit be rocking Jays. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and then he's got to a whole war where um. Kevin Durant shot back oh, at him. I, I should pull up some of these tweets because there's some funny stuff oh, in there. Gosh. And um, I'm pull it up. Did yeah. Kevin Durant like shade him, and he like. Oh, you know like, Kevin Durant on social say, media is a social. Kevin Durant is Mister Petty on social media. Is he know, like, are you? Like, what team do you play for? Did he like do stuff like that to him? Or because <laughs> I just see him just being just uber shady. I just see Kevin Durant. This, wasn't Kevin Durant the one who had a secret account or something? I see him that had the burner account. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he was talking about people out the thunder and um Kevin and Durant was like bogus and then he was like um well they didn't put any they didn't put enough help around Kevin. It's from Kevin Durant's right. Twitter. Right. He didn't realize thunder he was didn't put enough help around Kevin Durant. He forgot he wasn't on his burner account. <laughs> they didn't give him enough help. And then they called him lame for that. <laughs> Hilarious. But I want to find some of these tweets. I want to read it properly, like some of the funny shit that went down with this. That's hilarious. Mm. But uh, that's why I was like, Westbrook was doing stuff. But he was like, no, it wasn't Westbrook. Mm-mm. 
Westbrook just got his um night, and then it turned into a beef between Kendrick Perk. Perkins and, and Kevin Durant. Durant. <laughs> and that's the funny part about what happened. Yeah, per, yeah, KD uh, lost in the second round without Russ. Yeah, when I was there, that's what um he shot back. <laughs> and then KD, like, yeah, good job. You did uh, two points and three rebounds during that series. <laughs> you played hard, champ. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, KD's He's Mr. Fatty. Like I said. <laughs> you played hard there. Good yeah. effort. And of course, Perkins hissed you back to that. It's like, yeah, like you took the he joined took the Cowards weight out, joined the seventy three and nine team. It's like, yeah, yeah, and so, yeah, great championships he won. Like he took that shot back. <laughs> well, yeah, the two points and two three rebounds shit made me laugh because I forgot how bad Kendrick Perkins was, was in the finals. Terrible. In that final, he was good when he was with um with Boston. With Boston, he was good. Yeah, and then he had the knee injury in the twenty ten finals. And then he, just, and he was never yeah, the same. He was player. never the same. Because he, he he messed his knee up during I think Game Six of that final. I remember that. Yeah. And then I saw a lot of people say that's why the Lakers won Game Seven because right. Perk wasn't there. Because mm-hmm. I made that prediction because like Marcus kept on trying to say that Boston was going to win. I was like the Lakers. I knew the Lakers were going to win from day one. I was I like the Lakers. My reason was because they lost in 08. So Kobe's not losing to the same team twice. Right, so. I the Lakers Kobe Bryant, they get real. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. it's competitive as he is. Like Kobe would die on and that game court. Game seven, they were at home, the right? The Lakers. Lakers were at home. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's and no, Staples, and I was like, it's yeah. no way uh, the Lakers lose a game seven at home mm-hmm. in the finals. I was like, it's no way in hell. And Marcus was like, no, Boston's going to win. I was like, no, it's Boston no way in hell. Boston had to close out in six like, to no be, for them hell. to win that series. Like, yeah, I said if it goes back to Staples, they're not. It's no way in hell. They got to close it in six. It's no way in hell. Right. To come back like that and to no, you're not gonna. Mm-mm. Some teams you gotta close it before. Mm. If you can close it in five, close it in five. Some teams <laughs> just end all hope in the person's eye. You want to just crush their hope. You mm. have to do that. But I did find that yeah. funny. I'm like, KD is not even playing, but he's still like getting more pressed and like cast it on the court every night. How funny is that? <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. But you ready to wrap this up? Yes. Yeah. Little funny NBA talk. So we didn't go too geeky with it for all the people that don't like when we talk basketball. Talk about a Twitter beef between two former teammates. Twitter wars. Yeah, Twitter war. <laughs> Hilarious. Because all Perk said he was just Mr. Thunder. Katie was like, huh? Huh? <laughs> I didn't exist. It's like, <laughs> what about me? What about me? <laughs> the 2-1-3 and three was funny. That was funny. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, because um, yeah, I got bounced in the second round. Well, for real good, it's like, yeah, but you average two and three, you two really contributed to, to, to that series. We lost to LeBron, and good job, champ. So, <laughs> thanks for listening to Not Another Damn Podcast. Definitely appreciate you for your support. And if you like what the hell we're doing, like our Facebook fan page, hit us up on Not Another Damn Podcast. You can also subscribe, share, rate, review on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. Also on your Amazon Alexa devices. And get at us on YouTube. Audio only. Video coming soon. Meaning, video coming eventually. (laughs) Eventually. (laughs) Real talk. Also, follow me at OzmanTheWizard on Instagram and Twitter. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook. OzmanTheWizard on TikTok as well. Plus, you can like OzRadio.net. Check it out. The stream is up. Like I said, that's a project of mine for 2020 to get these being operational online on online radio streams. It's going to be a fully operational station. That's a goal of mine in 2020. But you can check out what we got now. Also, if you like the 90s and 2K classics, it's banging with OzRadio.net. The bombs. I'll send you the link if you like it. 
And you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Also, S-E-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-E-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. New ones coming soon, I promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, meeting and- eventually. It's just like, like <laughs> the stations and the YouTube videos. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>